Welcome. You've splash landed into this Prosecco-laden podcast, straight into the woo-woo pool with the crew of OMG. We're just a simple group of tragically imperfect and highly empathic BFFs, exploring a wide range of atypical topics with humor, grace, and curiosity. This is OMG. Hello and welcome, beautiful people and fellow seekers. We just finished a cacao ceremony and we're about to talk all about it. You are tuned in with the crew of OMG, OMG the podcast. Welcome, everybody. So we are so excited to have two local, I'm going to call you light workers. Healers. <laughs> yes, healers and light workers in our recording space with us today. And we did just experience a cacao ceremony, so we're going to talk about that. We have Carrie Foster Allison <laughs> and Carly Sink here with us today. So here's a little bit about Carrie. Equipped with a seeker's curiosity, a background in psychology, Reiki training, and gifts for navigating the unseen realms, Carrie Foster Allison creates safe containers for healing and inner work. Her greatest desire is to help humans rekindle their intuition in order to reclaim their sovereignty and live from a heart-led place. She offers healing opportunities through one-on-one energy work sessions, cacao ceremonies, guided meditations, light language transmissions and activations, classes, and more. And Carly, we are going to talk about in the next episode where we will be discussing plant medicine, but uh, Carly and Carrie, whew, that's going to be a, a too. <laughs> they work together in doing the cacao ceremony. So Carrie, can you tell us a little bit about what cacao is and the benefits of it? Yes, absolutely. So cacao is a plant medicine. It is found in the Amazonian areas and also in Africa. And it has been worked with for beyond written history. So archaeological digs have found crocs with remnants of cacao in them buried with their people. And this is in the, um, everybody pretty much knows about the Aztecs and the Mayans and how they worked with the cacao. But even before that were the Olmec people, the ancient Mexican people and the people of those southern areas. They worked with cacao. Cacao is, uh, its full name is Theobroma cacao, which means food of the gods. And so it kind of encompasses everything. It's a superfood and an antioxidant. And uh, so it has all these great physical benefits, but it has all these energetic benefits as well and emotional benefits. So historically, it was worked with ceremonially when people would have important transitions happening in their life, births, weddings, installations of new leaders and whatnot. And so those things have been just brought along. So people worked with it ceremonially, but also just in everyday life. Cacao seed pods are large. They get cracked open. There's a smaller seed within that gets lightly roasted. But 
prior to us doing that sort of thing, these everyday people back then would just pop one of those seeds in their mouth to gain energy and insight and clarity for hunts and their daily forages, anything of that nature. And so it's been worked with throughout history. And now as we're working with it, we're working with it in a new way and just gaining the benefit physically from cacao is an amazing thing. It's considered a superfood. It's an immune booster. Like I was saying, it has a ton of antioxidants. It can lower blood pressure. It's a vasodilator. So what it's doing is increasing your blood flow and your oxygen levels. And so because of that, you're going to get a flood of serotonin and dopamine, which just makes you feel fully blissed out. And it works to balance blood sugar. It works as a mood stabilizer. It's a very balancing medicine. And one of the reasons that it is so balancing is because it's very earthy. It's a very earthy medicine. You feel very grounded when working with it. And because of it being a vasodilator, this heart expansiveness that you experience is due to that increased blood flow. And then that pushes out, since everything is connected, it pushes out to that energetic body. So your physical body is receiving more blood flow. You have blood pumping at that at the heart space. And then that pushes outward to your heart chakra. So in that vein, you can have a greater sense of creativity, a greater sense of focus to be able to do inner work a greater sense of capacity for self-love and self-compassion, thereby turning it into compassion for others and less judgment. It just covers such a myriad of the complexities that we are as a human, just enhancing those things that we already have within us. And this is Chandra. So kind of what I'm hearing is that it's dependent on the person. Like there's so many things that it can benefit it's probably going to go where it's going to, the person, the benefit that they need is the benefit they're going to get because it has all of these things going on. It's kind of going to go where that person needs it the most. Yes, absolutely. So if a person might consider themselves ADD or has a hard time being grounded or focused, they might feel the grounding effects of the medicine most prominently until maybe that's more in balance with them. And then they might move on to feel other things. And of course, you can feel more than one thing at the time. But yes, you might feel more grounded. Same with another individual who maybe they're They've had a lot of trauma throughout their lives and their heart is really walled off. They may feel the dissolving of those or softening of those walls. And that may be mostly an emotional plant medicine for them, like the work with that medicine may be mostly on an emotional level. So, yeah, it can vary from person to person based on their needs. question. So this is Alexandra and kind of what I'm hearing is like it's a good medicine to use when you need it or like daily. So while well, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can have chocolate daily. Or <laughs> the benefits you're talking about, is there a specific type of chocolate or is like you can go out to the supermarket and buy a chocolate bar or is that too far processed? Like what quality of chocolate should people be looking for if they want to experience the array of benefits you've been talking about? Yes. Yeah, so if you want to experience a ceremonial grade experience like we had, then you definitely want to work with a particular type of chocolate. 
So your question about, you know, can you get a chocolate bar? Sure. But that has been processed so far away from the origin of chocolate. So cacao is the original source for chocolate. And the way that we work with it with a ceremonial grade cacao is that it has just been so lightly processed that it retains all of those benefits that we were talking about. In addition to it being lightly processed, the other thing is that the people that work with the cacao and the the planting, the tending, the harvesting, the processing, they are all intending for our highest good all along the way. So it is a ritual that happens in the processing of this cacao, in the production of the cacao, I should say. And so, yes, there is a vast difference. It's not to say that you might not have a great experience with a, you know, organic cacao powder that you might find somewhere that has like 70% or higher chocolate to it. You could get some of those physical benefits. I'm unsure whether you would have the spiritual, emotional benefits that you are able to have on working with a ceremonial grade cacao. Just because of the intent that goes into it all along the intent the and the least amount of processing happening to it. They literally flash roast it to kill the bacteria and that's it. I so, think I just heard our audience could like quickly go, oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Plus there's well, no expert and, to guide and, uh, you when you do it that way. And I, I'd like to add something in here about plant medicine. You know, any of these plants, um, lavender is a plant medicine, um, peppermint's a plant medicine. And when you take something in its whole form, the body knows how to receive it and it knows how to assimilate the full spectrum of physical, mental, emotional, and energetic benefits. And so when you have something that's been processed, you're shifting the vibration. Um, and imagine it's like a, I, I like to speak in computer coding because we're in modern world. Imagine it, it's a code and your body knows how to read organic codes, but it doesn't know how to read something that has been shifted and processed. So you're only going to get, say, 50% of the benefits. But when you have something that has all of the correct vibrational frequencies within it, in its whole form, that's truly where the medicine comes. So that's good. Add that good point. In. Makes me really think of, you know, the mindset that food is medicine. It is absolutely like the better quality food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because your body knows how to read the coding. If it has processed anything in it, your body's gonna go. I don't know what to do with that. I'm just gonna store it. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, so how did you discover? Cacao. Tell us about your meeting with cacao. Yeah. How it came into your life. Yes. So I first met cacao in the fall of 2019. I met a new friend briefly in Atlanta and then found myself in California. And she invited us to a cacao ceremony. And it was just such a beautiful experience. It was very simple and beautiful, but I immediately felt the connection between all the women I was sitting with and that felt really special and magical. And we just did a couple of simple exercises and it was so profound. And we were just gathering over this medicine that just because of her grandmother's spirit, it was like she just corralled us all together and just reminded us of our our feminine beauty and, and majesty and So I sat with her then and then I came back 
And then, as we all know, the pandemic occurred. And so I found myself very ungrounded during the pandemic with so much information coming at us all the time. And my intuition was telling me one thing and the world was telling us 20,000 different things and shifting every day. And I just felt like all that chaos energy of the collective. And so I said to myself, like, I somehow need to step up my grounding game. And I recalled sitting with cacao. So that is when I started working with cacao again was during the pandemic. And it had so many unexpected benefits. So I reached out to cacao for the grounding benefits, but then found she began working on my heart in ways that I just didn't imagine what happened. So you were just doing like little ceremonies at home, just just you. Mm -hmm. At home in the mornings, that became, I switched from coffee to cacao. And I may have already worked with, I'm not sure if I'd already worked with combo by then or not. But I already had moved from regular coffee to decaf. And so then I moved to drinking cacao with my morning ritual of doing morning pages journaling. And so, yeah, so she just became woven in. And then I was sitting outside on my screen porch, you know, connected with nature. And so, yeah, it was a beautiful experience for me. Then my mom passed in the fall of 2021 and cacao showed up for me in yet even more profound way and became almost like a surrogate mother for me as I processed through all that grief. And so I just felt like I really wanted to share it with others. I was having such an unexpectedly beautiful experience that I just kept wanting to learn more and more. And as I did, I was like, I I just really want to share this with others. And because we all need help with opening our hearts and deepening our connection to ourself, self-love, self-acceptance, which in turn will then help us be better citizens of the world as we can hold space for others. So navigate this thing called life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so in our show notes, we will link the information because uh, Carly and Carrie do a cacao or do various cacao ceremonies uh, here in the triad of North Carolina. So if you're listening and you want to attend one yourself, it's different than what we experienced today. Today's was kind of like a a mini version of the full enchilada, which is amazing because not only do you get to sit with this beautiful medicine and experience the group benefit of that, because there is something really powerful in sitting in circle with other people who are having the same or similar experiences and kind of growing that energy together but you also receive uh, some sound healing and some energy healing as well because carly and carrie will go around and do little individual sessions with everybody so i've been several times and it has been an amazing experience each time and i just love to watch other people experience it too because you see like how everybody just kind of melds into this like bubbling pot of love and (laughs) (laughs) self-acceptance and it really is beautiful and the spiritual experience of it too you know is really powerful too i know that i've had a lot of experiences with seeing spiritual beings in the room with us and 
the feelings that I feel, it's it's like after we leave, it's like, I just love everybody. And Rosalie and I were riding together one time on the way home, and I was like, I just love you. <laughs> and I think, yeah. And she felt um, impressed to bring, she brought rose quartz for all of us. So we all have a little rose quartz on us today. Mm-hmm. So that will pull in that energy of, of love, I hope, as well. So how did you guys come to work together in doing this ceremony? And tell us about the other things that you do, because I know that you have other offerings as well to help people. Yeah, sure. So I feel like we started working together on this particular version of cacao ceremony that we now hold at Aware once a month because we first started doing a plant medicine ceremony with uh, Sananga, Hape, and cacao. And that was really powerful and we really loved it. And so we wanted to expand on that. And so we kind of modulated that in a different way that would be easy for the public to do. Um, Sanaga and Hape can be very intense medicines. Mm -hmm. And so when we're offering something at more of a public space, we chose to alter how we serve. So the Sanaga and Hape are not uh, included in the one that we hosted aware, but yeah, yeah, it's still an amazing ceremony. Um, We could be talking about that in the next one, girl. (laughs) (laughs) She's ready to roll. (laughs) So we started those like a year and a half ago, maybe. Mm. Yeah. And um, we hold host them monthly, um, the first Sunday of each month. And um, Carrie and I actually met, oh gosh, probably four or five years ago Mm. now. When I, I used to have a shop in Winston, um, I was affiliated with a company based out of California called Vibes Up, and it was all vibrational healing products. I still love it. It's an incredible company. But when COVID hit, decided to close that little retail space and get into more energy healing. And I love teaching. So um, Carrie and I, we just became immediate friends. And... We just started to say, like, we need to find a way to get some of this information out to the public. So I guess it was about two years ago we started the Awaken series, mm. which is uh, it's a three-week course that we teach um, that teaches people how, you know, I'm very, I came from a very science-y, um, like, wanting to prove to everybody, like, no, this stuff is really real. So, like, I love the kind of the quantum physics and just, like, learning about the energy body and, like, the science behind the energy body. So kind of demystifying and um, bringing this kind of information to the general public in a way that's digestible. And so the Awaken series was kind of where we started with launching like an intuition course of learning about the energy body and how, what are the chakras and how do you tune in? And Carrie's incredible at helping people access like their psychic gifts and intuitive abilities and explaining to people like, no, you're not crazy. You just have this special gift and here's how you amp it up, you know? (laughs) And we just started our Awaken 2, which is the next level. So that's getting like, we just go full woo on that. Like, and just like really help people like level up because we are leveling up. The vibration of the planet is shifting and it can no longer, be, I mean, you know, depending on what layer you're at, it cannot be denied. And so stepping into that power is going to make things a lot easier and there'll be less resistance for people. So just really empowering people to say like, you know, 
what you're experiencing is very real and we're here to help you ground so that you don't short out and, you know, <laughs> so that you can stay in, in active work in 3D and all the other spiritual five Ds and 10 Ds and all the things. Right. Because the duality, we need to be comfortable yeah. here in this lifetime. And we also need to be comfortable accessing for sure the higher realms too. So. Mm-hmm. On that note, let's just take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to, let's delve into like the experience that we had today. What we experienced in yeah, the little ceremony. It, yeah, because it was amazing. So we will be back in just a few moments. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. All right. Welcome back, folks. So... We, as a group, have just experienced cacao, and we thought we would share what we felt and what we experienced during that. And then we're going to dive in a little bit deeper with Carrie and Carly and talk more about what they do in their business and help all of us to learn and grow. So who wants to go first with what you experienced during the cacao? I'd be happy to, actually. Excellent. Neil here. I had a very intimate, positive, and lighthearted experience. It's so funny. In full disclosure, we were discussing eagles just before we did the ceremony. And during the ceremony, I got the most intense feeling. It felt like my heart grew little wings and this cartoonish tattoo came to mind. I know you've all seen it. The winged heart with mom on it or something like that on some guy's arm. But... What happened was it felt like my heart just took off out of my chest and flew to a treetop. It turned around and looked at me at the last minute with a very stern eagle face. Another eagle joined it, just like the two eagles we talked about, and poof, away to the sky. Wow. And I mean, what hair I have on my arms right now is standing up. So it it was cool and intense. And my attitude has turned around because I kind of started in a gloomy funk today. So thank you. Yeah. So Carly had taken a picture. She had a bald eagle, male and female in her backyard, basically, Mm -hmm. uh, this morning. And so we saw pictures of that. So that was really cool that you experience. So I feel like the Eagles truly came to yeah. like be part of oh, yeah, all sure. of this. So that's amazing. Mm-hmm. This is Chandra. And the experience I had is, is when it comes to energy, like I don't, um, I, I experience it differently. I don't necessarily feel the energy as much as just like the thoughts that pop into my head. Right. But <laughs> I preface that with this during the ceremony, I was, we had mentioned this before, um, I was actually seeing like, like the sides of faces. So like, just like the profile of something in the eye. And um, I saw a lion and I saw a cow 
which when I saw the cow, my heart kind of like, you know, sunk back because I, I was thinking motherhood and the grandmother mm-hmm. energy of a cacao. And by the end of it, you know, you were talking about like the expansion of the heart. And I was seeing like my heart space in a box. Mm-hmm. And it started out like very opaque. Couldn't really see in it. Like I could barely see like a little green, pink color. Then my mind would go somewhere else. And then I'd come back and look at the box. And then my mind would go somewhere else. And I'd come back and look at the box. And the box kept getting clearer and clearer mm-hmm. and clearer. And at the very end, I saw like, because um, we, we see this a lot in our, the spirit circles that we do. I saw the eye of Horus. Mm-hmm. So very, very different type of experience than I normally have in like a meditation or ceremony type space. So it's amazing. Wow. Very cool. I think we need to do a field trip, a podcast field trip to go for a, a ceremony mm-hmm. in person mm-hmm. with the other, the larger group. I think we should totally do that. Absolutely. Rosalie, how was it for you? Like Chandra said, the eyes, that's something that I always see in spirit circles. But the one eye that stood out to me was a, a wolf canine type eye. And I don't know why, but several other eyes were coming at me. Usually I see things in a purple swirl, like a purple fog. But in the center of the purple fog was a yellowish greenish light that I haven't experienced before. So that was totally new to me. Maybe something else is opening up. But it's just kind of hard to... The way I receive energy and things is I, my body is in body movements, like I'm a pendulum or something, and I just kind of move. So I, I experienced a lot of that. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It'll hit me later, maybe, what I've received. So, But definitely felt love and comfort and that grandmother, like you say, the grandmother spirit just kind of wrapped around you. Nice. Mm-hmm. How about you, Alexandra? So I woke up in a really good mood, like a really happy, light loving mood today and it's like my favorite kind of weather because it's a little bit gray a little bit drizzly and I just I love that kind of weather so I was really happy and then we started and I was with uh, Brenda and Carrie Carrie right I can't I don't know why I want to call you Kari but I'm like Kari (laughs) (laughs) Carrie was watching her make the the cacao mints and, and it just I don't know it felt it already start then and you were leading us through like what parts we might feel it in. And I felt it go down to my heart chakra and warm that up very nicely. But then it bounced straight up to my third eye. So mm. I saw a lot of violet blues. And I felt like, because I had my eyes closed. And when you have your eyes closed, sometimes it feels light. And then it just kept getting darker and darker. And I felt like I was going further into myself. Mm. And I saw a skull kind of emerge out of the dark. And I, was, I felt like stripping back down to the bone. Mm. And then... I kept seeing these two spheres and it made me feel the dis- disparate parts of myself that I've been reticent to join or I felt like I haven't been able to join. And I know that's something I've been trying to work on. So I think that really brought up the, you need to do this. <laughs> it was a beautiful ceremony and I'd love to do it again someday. Well, and as you were talking about that, like the two separate parts of you, like that's definitely a self-love, you know, the the, the love of self is was coming up to show that this is kind of like what you're the parts that you're working on as you bring that self-love forward yeah nice and brenda what did you experience oh wow. lord here we go uh, <laughs> no, brenda's gonna have an experience <laughs> well you know i love y'all <laughs> 
I saw Carrie's helper being come in first and it was a very tall. It's a being that I think has come in while I've been doing energy work as, for, as well. So I wonder if we work with some of the same types of beings. But this tall, Gandalf-looking man, very wise and very solemn. So I felt like he was helping to hold space for our ceremony. And um, Carly has got some interesting little people around her. You know, a lot of indigenous, like mm. Mayan, ancient, ceremonial type, you know, small. They were short. Probably short Peruvian. statue. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like probably Peruvian. Yeah, so that was really cool. That's so cool. And then my heart was just, I felt it a lot in my solar plexus and in my heart chakra this time. And it's really funny because usually I feel this expansive love, but I did feel, I felt the love and I felt the love for everybody in this room. And then I, I wanted to expand on that, like put it out to all of our listeners and uh, the world. And, you know, we just all need to come together. <laughs> and, um, uh, Every time you say things today, I'm I just start thinking of things. So you said come together and I'm like, come together. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I've been having song lyrics today. Um, and then I saw it towards the end, we were surrounded by like all these beings and, mm. and these roped beings and they were standing in a circle behind us. So it was really powerful. And we will discuss a little bit later. Carrie did a light language healing on us and it was powerful and amazing, but let's talk about what the retreats and the things that you offer and share some experiences about what people have experienced and how they, um, how that has helped them to grow on their journey. Yeah. So I feel like the lens that Carly and I try to do our work through is that of trying to help people come back to themselves, just being support and facilitators for just being that most true authentic self that you can be because you then unlock the codes to help everyone else and and make this oneness that we're all a part of work better together and you know help fulfill that mission of why you incarnated if you choose to call it that that so, yeah, so we just keep trying to create things where we can share what we've learned in our journeys of healing ourselves and expanding ourselves. And one of the things that we have done from that is create a retreat that kind of gives everybody a more immersive experience beyond the classes that we teach, getting together for a whole weekend and being able to just really be immersed in this world. And one of the biggest things is how important it is for us to create community, which is why it's so beautiful to sit with all of you ladies. It's clear you have a close bond and you feel that you can be yourselves. And we just know that people are really, really needing community now. And as they feel like they're shifting it can be disconcerting. And so having some people by your side as a cheerleader to say, you're not crazy. <laughs> you know, we can, we can help, ground. we can yeah. help, we can provide support and maybe some information to help you make sense of things. Well, and, so, and this is, this is Chandra. And I love that you say that because we say that all the time. Mm. Like that's the reason that we, the, the six of us, Aaron's not here today, unfortunately, but, and the seven of us with, with Allie, 
the reason we started this podcast is because during COVID, everybody felt so alone, mm-hmm. you know, and we had this group and, you know, we could get together at someone's house and sit out by the fire pit if we had to, you know, and just, you know, wrap up and, and you know, social distance or whatever. But we still had each other in that community. And we started, you know, just talking one night about what are people, people, especially like woo and woo curious people mm-hmm. like us who already feel crazy anyway. <laughs> you know, what are those people doing right now if they don't have this? Right. Like, how are, how are they even staying sane? So, I mean, that was kind of the impetus of us to start talking like we we need to create that community or at least give someone, some people the option of having people they can, quote unquote, talk to or listen to that are experiencing the things that they're experiencing, right? Yeah. Exactly. Because it's very real. And I think that, you know, there's this, I mean, I think a, a lot of communities talk about ascending and like we're, you know, we're ascending or into 5D and all this and and a lot of the stuff that Carrie and I talk about is like, well, no, that's teaching you to the, that you're leaving your body, but we're really descending. We're bringing the information. We're integrating all of the layers within this physical body. And that's why so many interesting things are starting to happen for people. And so really finding a way to put you back in your body mm-hmm. so that you can bring pieces of your soul back that you've lost or, you know, heal these traumas and heal you know, all of this stuff along your lineage, because even a lot of the stuff that people are experiencing are pro- is, may not be from this lifetime. It could be from generations back or a past life. I mean, just depending on how you interpret it. And there's no right or wrong. I mean, it's all for all our own perception. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, And with that goal of trying to help integrate everything so you can become more embodied. And then as we heal ancestrally and whatnot mm-hmm. forwards and backwards through all space and time, then we're creating that shift. I mean, mm-hmm. like my dream goal is that we like reach the tipping point and it's like, this is the point of no return. Come on, we're, mm-hmm. we're going, we're heading this way. And if I can be at all part of that and that be my service in this mm-hmm. incarnation, I will be a happy camper. So, so yeah. yeah. When and where is your next retreat going to happen? Yeah. So our retreat will be at the end of April and we're pretty positive that it's going to be in the same place we held it in the fall, which was the beautiful Four Farms Place mm-hmm. in Greensboro. Just a beautiful um, space that is really connected to nature. So, yes, we'll be putting out details about that very, very soon. Yeah. And we have a monthly energy healing and Reiki circle that's open to the public that just started this back in January. Yeah. Yeah. And meditation. Um, and so that's in Winston. We had 16 people for our first one. So it was awesome. We all got into little groups and did like shared just healing. Um, okay. We want to come. Yeah. 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 The next one is, there's probably going to end up alternating Friday and Saturday just because of scheduling of the other practitioners. But the next one is going to be Saturday, February 4th or third whatever that saturday is the first saturday the fourth so we and that's free it's open to the community so really just i mean we gotta portals are open energy is i mean this Uh amazing energy is opened up when we get in circle and so i just think that that is like i mean that was one of my goals for 2023 was just community Mm -hmm. and continuing to build community the harmonic convergence is what i keep hearing yeah absolutely yeah do you guys have like a web page or a social media account where people can follow so that they can stay up to date on when you're and where Mm -hmm. you're 
that's happened because I think I'm checking that out. Yes. So we have, we just finally, at the request of several of our students, created a joint Instagram called StarFamNC. So that's S-T-A-R-F-A-M-N-C, North Carolina. As I now look up and follow. (laughs) That is where we'll publish all of our joint efforts. And we also have our own individual Instagram accounts where we post what we're doing together as well as what we're doing individually. And yeah, so at our last retreat, we just had so many amazing stories of cool things happening as people were becoming activated. We had one woman who as so when we host the retreats, it's myself, Carly and our friend Troy Hurst. He is the third in our trio. We call ourselves Triune Healing. (laughs) And this woman came to me after a segment and said, She was just blown away because she could see all of our helper beings standing behind us. We were sitting in front of a fireplace and they were all standing behind us and creating this huge cloud around the whole space. And she said she'd never seen anything. She said she was seeing it with her physical eyes. And we're like, yes, this is what we're talking about, (laughs) leveling up. It's one thing for your inner vision. It's another for for you to physically see it and, Mm -hmm. and then to feel safe to share that that's what you just experienced and everyone can celebrate with you versus you being alone and <laughs> to, worried to be somewhere where going. everybody goes, oh, that was so cool, rather than you are crazy. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So this is Rosalie here. My question is, I'm still trying to figure out what my modality of healing, I know I'm a healer, mm-hmm. but what my modality is of the different workshops and things that you offer, which one would help people like me figure out where I need to concentrate my talents and my gifts. Yeah, I think the Awakened Series is a great place to start because we go through some exercises to help you tune into your different extrasensory perceptions, which I think is a great place to start because people typically have one predominant one and then you can have as many or all of the other ones, but that can be kind of where you focus your energy to help you see how you work and how you receive information. Yeah. She definitely receives through the physical body. Mm. You feel her. She is. Feel, especially with your swaying and stuff. Like mm-hmm. you feel the energy, like mm-hmm. it, very tactile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's, we go for hikes in the woods and we use her body as a pendulum. Nice. Wow. Because she feels cool. the energy really strongly and her body will tell her yes or no or. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So. That. But I would like to learn how I can use it to help others sure. as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, cool. and that so our awaken one and then our awaken two is even more experiential and that's more like honing your your skill set. Are those classes in person? Do people join virtually? Yes, right now they're just in person. We are not as tech savvy as you, amazing ladies. <laughs> We're not really that tech savvy. <laughs> we would love to offer it online for, for people that can't attend in person, but for now it's in person, which we think has great, great benefit yeah. too. So mm-hmm. it's, it's all good. We're thankful. There's a lot of exercises that we do in person that it's just, it would be kind of hard to do virtually mm-hmm. necessarily, but we'll see. Maybe we could adapt it to an online mm-hmm. variation down yeah. the road. Yeah. Always grow and evolve. That's right. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So we experienced light language healing with Carrie earlier after we finished the cacao ceremony and 
I have experienced white language before. I think that is the most powerful. Uh, that was the most powerful. I can't even explain. I can't even explain it. Like it, She's for Clint. I, which is amazing. Right? <laughs> Indeed, my Gemini friend. We, we pause the podcast as we all write down the date and time. Right. <laughs> but it was, if you're not familiar with white language, it's like you don't know what the, I mean, it doesn't, it's not a language, right? I mean, it's not a language that we know, but you're, it's like your soul knows it. And it was like, I had, was hearing something that I had heard at some point in time in my soul's time on this, whatever we're in. (laughs) (laughs) And it just felt like this deep, almost grief coming up to Mm -hmm. be healed and to be cleared out of me of like, Almost like I feel seen and I don't feel alone. Mm. Yes. Because I think I have felt so much in my life that I'm alone, mm. even surrounded by people I can feel alone. Mm-hmm. And it felt like I was seen. Mm. Yes. And the way I would describe it is when you listen to someone speak in a language that you understand, you hear it in words mm-hmm. and you translate those words however your brain translates the words. If you're visual, you you see what the person's talking about. If you're just auditory, you just understand the word, right? And listening to light language, I understand it through feeling. It's like I feel the language. I don't interpret the language. It's just the language transmits the emotion without you necessarily understanding the words in the normal sense you would you would define that, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Yeah. I love the phrase soul language. Mm-hmm. I call it light language because that's more widely known, even though it's not widely known this whole practice, but soul language really resonates with me because it's my soul or whomever I'm channeling speaking to your soul and bypassing the conscious mind. It's another tool like we have of all these other beautiful tools, pendulums, oracle decks, what have you. It's your, uh, it just bypasses your conscious mind and that analyzation that you try to do. Is that the right word? The analyzing part mm-hmm. of you is at rest. It just shuts and off. Just and, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, we'd love so, to hear an example if you're so inclined. Sure. I was going to say that to me, I think, I think of um, Mother Tongue, mm-hmm. which I had heard in a show. And it's a total, it's a very cute show called Motherland Fort Salem. And in the last season, they talk about finding the first song. And the mother tongue is like the language we all know is the root of all languages. Speaking and that's feeling seen. That's mm. what I, you mm. know, when I hear light language, that's what I feel. Yes. I forgot that I had seen that show and I now have chills. I remember seeing the show and just bawling because Aww. I felt seen mm-hmm. because I too feel like you, Brenda, where I can be surrounded by people but feel alone because mm. I sometimes feel so different. And so, yeah, I think community is just as much for me as anybody else. And that's the perfect Mm -hmm. definition because right after we experienced that, we were all talking about hearing different inclinations of different languages. Like at some point it would sound, you know, Native American to me, or at some point it would, it kind of sounds Mandarin to me. Latin. Yeah, Latin. And so, you know, it being the mother language and all other languages kind of like offshooting from like you, like this group of people remembers this part of the language and forgets everything else. And then this group of people remembers a different part of the language. And 
releases everything else. So, I mean, that, that really, really resonates for how we experienced it in this little, in this little group. Mm-hmm. And, and we all experience it differently. Mm-hmm. So I think it, it goes and speaks to the soul on what you need in that particular moment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. So I'm sure our listeners would love to hear a little example if you. And I think we make the intention that this is going to be for the highest and best good for each person that hears this, that they receive the healing. I mean, that's what's going to happen anyway, <laughs> but that they receive the healing that they need on their journey right now. Mm, and I'm feeling really called to, uh, we already have this beautiful connection with Kuan Yin. Mm. Brenda pulled a beautiful oracle card for us today that was from that deck. And we do feel like her spirit was already with us. And so with intention, I'm selecting and choosing if she is so willing for Kuan Yin to speak through me at this time. May I be a vessel? Shikina waka tu sukorienta, sharu go sara nike te shara, ikwa sarukuntu shita hita, wena ite hite shakuno ta zasa kutisha, neo go arayintike tasha kworuinta kayata, yena ki wasada kai, yi shata ko sora indike te shara, ikasa kwahuakienta, yerunkuiti shara wore takieto sokoto. Ena ku isha kari wani kite sara ura ikatosha. Disa katu wata shakun ite tukusoni kata. Diyoku rinkite shara unkata atas. Ye hashatun unkusa te ita. Yena unku oshada kita sara uara initika tasha. Dia uru unkuto shara kewata sha ina. Ikete sara unko ati shara ukuriata. E award in the Ishakuna Unakita Isaguna Atashari Anita Kwasarundu Kusha Dekosara in the Iteshari Anna Ekosano Uno Uwosha Tusakatana Dear Wasakusha Naina Nana Gerade Yada Yeda Tishina Wesano Unkoto Shorona Diatada Yekosaronta Ye sharana, ye tatata. Shemunku no na ye shara eta, ye sakuno, ye rauto sharena, de kusuronto o shara, de saratana. E sakasuno, e sakuno nona, shera unnon kusoro, wekada unta, ye sharana, de sakua, ye fakwana, ye fakwana, ye fakwana. Shena nata, yetes, yetes, kieskona, yekwa, para, mientras, tia. Thank you so much. That was beautiful. I felt like she was telling us all that how beautiful we are and how we should have the faith in ourselves and the confidence in ourselves to step into ourselves more and more fully. I hope that everyone listening to to this feels blessed in this moment and that you go forth today and step more fully into 
the truest, highest version of yourself. And so we are sending out much love to all of you. And we will see you on the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. Please follow and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. It's so easy to do and such a huge help for us. We appreciate your interactions so much. Want to join us at our table? Make sure to check out our YouTube channel and join our Facebook community. If you've enjoyed this content and wish to support us, take a look at our Patreon page. All information and links will be in our podcast description. Catch you next time. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.